Darkcast Network. Welcome to the dark side of podcasts. The files are located on the second floor, at the end of a long hallway. The fluorescent lights above flicker on and off. Open the door on the right. In the bottom drawer of a file cabinet, there it is, a folder labeled with three words that are poured onto stories. Stories of history, stories of people, stories of death. I'm Luke Poling, and this is Famous Last Words. The life of a professional musician is hard. Even if we ignore the low and infrequent pay, there's the travel, the sleeping somewhere different every night. And then you add to that the monotony of the travel, it's easy to see why many musicians are so eager to swear off the road and stick to the fun stuff, like playing music. However, as long as there's been music, there's been the traveling musician. One who only truly comes to life when on stage, who slogs through the drudgery of the rest of the day for that one moment of excitement and fun. In the case of singer Johnny Ace, it was perhaps that desire to add a little excitement to yet another evening of waiting around to perform that led to his demise. John Marshall Alexander Jr. was born June 9, 1929, in Memphis, Tennessee. His father was a local preacher. Alexander dropped out of high school and joined the Navy, but he quickly found himself out of the Navy after spending too much of his enlistment AWOL. Back in Memphis, he hooked up with a local band as their pianist, performing on and around the legendary Beale Street. In 1951, talent scout for modern record Ike Turner, yes, that Ike Turner, saw Alexander and knew he was destined for things beyond Beale Street. He signed Alexander, who started playing on B.B. King's early records. After King left for stardom in L.A., Alexander stepped up to the microphone and took over singing for the group. How Alexander got his stage name is unclear. A program director at a Memphis radio station said he christened Alexander Johnny Ace, while Alexander's young brother said that Alexander himself came up with the name. Regardless of who came up with it, the reasons were the same. Johnny was a reference to popular singer Johnny Ray, and Ace in reference to the Five Aces, an incredibly well-known singing group at the time. In 1952, now sporting the new name, Johnny Ace signed with Duke Records and recorded his first song, titled my song. Told me that you would leave me here in tears. It was a hit, topping the R&B chart for nine weeks. His subsequent eight records were also hits. And as popular as he got, Ace was never a big hit at home. His preacher father didn't approve of his son singing secular music. Ace took to the road, often touring with Big Mama Thornton. What happened next is a little unclear, and there are various accounts, but this is as it was told by the people who were there. It was Christmas Day, 1954. Ace and Thornton were performing in Houston, Texas, on a package tour with B.B. King headlining. The theater was packed with about 3,500 audience members, both black and white. Big Mama Thornton and Ace had opened the show, 
and the Johnny Otis band had just taken the stage. After a slow start, the dance floor had just started to fill up. Backstage, minutes after finishing up his set, Ace was playing with the 32 caliber gun. Some versions of the story have him playing Russian roulette, others just have him messing around with it. Ace had just gotten the gun back that day. Earlier on in the tour, Big Mama Thornton had confiscated it from him after he playfully pulled the gun on various members of the tour crew. Someone had warned him to stop playing with the gun, then it might go off. Ace laughed, and as bassist Curtis Tillman, who was there, told it, Johnny Ace had been drinking, and he had this little pistol he was waving around at the table, and someone said, be careful with that thing, and he said, it's okay, the gun's not loaded, see? And he pointed it at himself, with a big smile on his face. Johnny Ace was just 25. A distraught Big Mama Thornton, who was in the room at the time of Ace's death, ran out of the dressing room and onto the stage. There ain't going to be any more music tonight. Johnny has been killed. Ace's funeral was held in Memphis, and 5,000 turned out to say goodbye. The brand new station wagon that Ace had driven to the gig was left outside the theater to rust, his family never sending anyone to pick it up, either because they were too distraught or because they didn't want anything reminding them of the music that had taken their son. My love will be true Always and forever I'll love just you just His latest single, Pledging My Love, went to number one on the pop charts, making him the first artist to only reach number one posthumously. Johnny has gone to his heaven above, but his songs linger on, filled with tender love. But the legend of Johnny Ace doesn't end there. The story of Ace's death was recounted in the song Johnny Has Gone, which was released only one month after the tragedy. Several other records, which fit into the fascinating pop genre of teen tragedy songs about Ace, include Salute to Johnny Ace, Why Johnny Why, and a song called Johnny's Still Singing, which is about how God and all his angels heard Ace's latest single and needed to call him up to heaven to perform the song for them forevermore. Because if there's one thing we all know from reading the Bible, is that God is a sucker for great R&B records. I'll cross my And almost 30 years later, Paul Simon was the latest to pay tribute to Ace in a song on his 1983 album, Hearts and Bones, which is as much about Ace as it is about the then-recent assassination of John Lennon. In the song, the singer hears about Johnny Ace's death and orders a photo of his idol. It came all the way from Texas, Simon sings, with a sad and simple face, and they signed it on the bottom from the late, great Johnny Ace. Famous Last Words is a production of the Professional Production Company. It is written and narrated by Luke Poling. That's me. It is 
produced by Heidi Hedquist and myself. Our assistant producer is Sabrina Thompson. You can find the show on Instagram and Facebook under Famous Last Words Pod. And on our website, you can find full transcripts, credits, and much more, FamousLastWordsPod.com. Darkcast Network. The light shines brightest on our indie podcasts. Welcome to Creepy Tapas, where we do the opposite of deep dives and bring you tiny tastes of terror connected by a common ingredient. True stories to haunt and chill you and the pop culture they inspired. Or at least the movies and books that remind us of them. Join us as we descend into darkness. Beginning with the lighter side of our weekly topic. And wrapping with a full dark, no stars account of terror, madness, murder, and more. It's Creepy Tapas, y'all. Thank <laughs> you.